What is going on, guys? This is the Viking leadership. I got with me my man, Jake. Ha! <laughs> what? Today we are talking there. about the rally cry. Jake already gave us a little one, little taste of it little, right little there. A little taste of the rally cry. <laughs> Not the whole thing yet. You guys aren't ready. Just a little bit. All right, so the rally cry, what does this actually mean? How do you implement and use it? And who the hell can use it? So first, let's break it down a little bit. What do we actually mean by a rally cry, Jake? And that, Because that, that's like a terminology that I think we kind of use. But what does it mean? What we mean is what is the one thing that you tell your team on a quarterly basis that everybody is working for, no matter what your position is in the company, no matter if you're sweeping the floor or what books you're reading, you're all working towards the same thing. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. So this is, you know, the only thing... It, I'll say for us, and I think most businesses or organizations, even like sports teams or churches or, you know, just the company that you work at, your group of friends, having something in a quarter is about the right time. Maybe for a real small organization, it'd be like a month, maybe a huge conglomerate company might be a year or something. But for most people, about three months is the right time to work on something over and over and over again. It doesn't matter, like you said, what position you're in, that our, our bottom line goal is to accomplish this thing. And we can say it, we can taste it, we can feel it. Yep. All Everybody knows what it means to get behind this one movement. So I'll use like, you know, a couple of quick analogies that I kind of like. Obviously, we come from the fitness world. So a great analogy to this is literally a mesocycle. If you don't know what a mesocycle is, it's basically a your training program, right? A program shouldn't be like, oh, I go to the gym and I lift weights. Like I'm going to yeah. do chest or I'm going to do – that's that's not a program. It's only going to get you so far. Exactly. It might help a little bit because you're at least going to the gym, but without a specific rally cry, a point, a purpose, a mission, a goal, you're not going to get anywhere. So, you know, a mesocycle, right, what we talk about is like three months – where we say what we're going to work on is our, you know, lower rep, higher weight, strength, compound movements for the next three months. Squat, deadlift, bench in the three to six rep range in there yep. using progressive overload, trying to get slowly stronger. That is a goal. The reason why that is, if you go into the gym and just say, like, I want to get fit, I want to, you know, be more healthy. <laughs> Whoa, sorry guys. Bless you. You're not going to get anywhere. You may move forward a little bit, but you're if you're going to go in and do big heavy weight and then, you know, a bunch of bicep curls and then you're going to do a bunch of cardio and then you're going to do kettlebell swings. It's not staying consistent. You, it doesn't matter. You're you're yeah. too all over the place and you can't hone down on one thing to be the fucking best at and kill it. And it doesn't have to be that way forever. Yeah. But for that theme that quarterly theme that rally cry we're going to stick by this one thing and just like you said so you might be doing different exercises yeah. oh, but they're yeah. all in sync with the same goal at that one time yep just like in business you have different um positions positions different levels mm. people doing different tasks but they're all in sync with whatever that rally cry is or whatever that quarterly theme is yep and, and let's say it's so let's say like a hotel, you know, I think you brought up a good thing about like it doesn't matter if you're sweeping the floors. So yeah. let's say like a, 
a CEO decides at a hotel chain that he wants more return customers. They don't want to go get new customers. They want to see the customers that have already been in to see them to stay for longer times and to come back more frequently. Yeah. So they're, they have a goal. They have a rally cry, return business, right? So that means the front desk people giving that wow experience when they come in. Yep. That means that their marketing is more directed to the people that know their name already, yep. not new customers. That means the guy sweeping the floor is doing a great fucking job because if the floor's dirty at the end of the day, you don't want to go back. Hinder. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to hinder. He the then, now he's not just sweeping the floor. He knows that there's a bigger picture that he's a part of. Yes. And it's about giving these customers such a great experience That's it. that then they Bring come everybody back. together. Absolutely. Right? No matter what your position is, you're you're all in this together and you're working towards the same thing and that's like a true team right there. Absolutely. That and brings the, you closer together as a team too. It, it, seriously, so it's like the thing that you talk about like who's the most important player on a football team. You know, a lot of people say like the quarterback, but it's not. It, yeah. There is no such thing as a more important position. There is different skills that all have to work together to make the whole thing work. And you'll hear all the time with quarterbacks, you use that example, is they'll always tell you, oh, I didn't make that play or I didn't make that pass. It was the lineman blocking so I could, could. make that pass. Absolutely. Right? And same thing works in a business. It's like the whole reason – the top tier guy could make that end all be all sale or, mm -hmm. or connection or whatever it is was because, Hey, down at the bottom of the chain, I got guys busting their ass, helping me out with this. Yeah. So. And so, and it really, it can go for anything. Let's say there's a church that what they want to do is recruit more members. They want to give the gospel to more people and they, have a mission to get out there to people about it. Yep. That means that every single person that's in their church, that the leaders that are in there, the pastor, it doesn't matter who it is, all are on a mission together to recruit more people. So it may just be that you're a person that goes once a month, you bring your grandma, but you've heard it, and now you know to go say to someone else, hey, I'd like to bring somebody else in yeah. to the church with me because you're a part of the team as well. Yeah, and we've brought this up before. That is the best form of marketing for any business or any community is when other people, your your customers, are, t are telling other people, their friends, their family about your business. That's the best form of marketing because those people that are getting told are way more likely to now go purchase that product from you or go uh, use your uh, service, whatever you're providing. Mm -hmm. A lot more than just seeing it on an Instagram ad or yep. Facebook ad or on TV so or the, yeah, whatever the, it is. Whatever the advertisement really just it, it, it gives more of that information so you re-see it. But we really buy things or join things because our friend told us. Yeah. Or I, we want to be friends with those people. With those people. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's why it's that important to have everybody on that same rally cry. Now, let's go into a little more detail about it. Why a rally cry and why a quarter long? Why three months? Like why these specific little things? So mm -hmm. why why do you think it's so important for it to be a three month time period at minimum? Um. Well, two things. For one, is 
whenever there's a goal that's way too far off into the future, mm -hmm. it's hard at the very beginning to work towards that because you're like, ah, it's just so far away. There's so much work in the way before we get to that actual end goal. Exactly. That it's hard for people to get motivated and charge it up right away. <clears throat> On the contrary, it's short enough to where you're supercharging your team right then and there, and you're giving your, yourself enough time, a three-month time span, to uh, actually – make that goal feasible yep right? let it work there's yeah whatever whatever process you've implemented there's you know three months is usually a good time to stay consistent with it because we know anytime you implement a new process nine times out of ten it's probably not going to work right off the bat no not at all but what's going to happen is you're going to fail learn about it or or learn how to make it better and then implement it again with whatever else you you've learned whatever new things you've learned about it and then it's going to start picking up pace and you'll start uh the wheels will start spinning on it i that couldn't be said any better <laughs> i yeah. just love that we like think the exact same we didn't even talk about this beforehand but it is that's exactly what it is like it has to be close enough that you can almost reach it but yeah. far enough away that you get time to fix it Exactly. Right? You know, it's like, you know, a lot of this is what I think this might be one of the most prevalent errors that managers and top leaders make in business where they come up with an idea and then they tell their team about it and they don't understand why it isn't working. Yeah. Well, fuck, you came up with the idea. Yeah. By the time it comes out of your mouth into one person's mouth from that manager down to the front line, I mean, first of all, it's been watered down. Mm hmm they don't even understand why what they're doing is changing. Like, it literally has to take three months is a short time. Three yeah. months is enough time for them to understand what they're doing. And then after three months to really start implementing it yeah. correctly. And it's, it's just like anything. I mean, uh, to relate this to what we did today, for example, there's times when you're going to go get uh, have to go talk to people about whatever it is you're doing. Selling. For example, the, yeah, selling. <laughs> And you're going to get told no probably the first time, second time, third time, but it's always doing it and understanding, hey. And then hey, sometimes you're going to get told no in an aggressive, mean way. Yeah, like <laughs> never come back here <laughs> like what happened today. But it's okay because, hey, I learned something out of it and you, you, uh, you'll carry those things with you. And then before you know it, you've perfected this system and – be able to run with it, and now it's a system that highly contributes to the success of your company. Yep, absolutely. And I, I think <clears> that there is something that a lot of leaders don't do is they don't have, like, a rally cry. Like, you know, I look at a lot of the other businesses in the local area around me, and they might be, like, startups or small little, you know, shops, whatever, and it's not bad, you know, that they're doing the, the their business the way that they are. But I see some of them where it's like they could so easily not change the business model. They wouldn't have to change the pricing. They wouldn't have to do anything different. But like come in and That's high a, five. Oh, yeah. Add a fucking high five to every employee and say, hey, we did this many of this today. Yeah. Awesome. And show it. Scoreboards. Scoreboards. There's probably nothing more sexy about being a part of a group that – tallies up numbers like hell yeah i got that cell dude everybody's seen like the wolf of wall street where you're just like ah put another one on the board yeah, like and you're that, screaming that environment you can really recreate and it's the best environment to be a part of and mm -hmm. 
that type of environment, everybody is all for that rally cry that you're talking about. Whatever it is for that quarter, yeah. everybody is all in and giving it their and best a, fucking And a lot energy. of times, here's a big one that I'll actually, I think this is a pretty good secretive tip that we have learned through our time of doing business is when you say a, a scoreboard and you're putting numbers up on the board, it actually usually is best to not use money. Mm-hmm. And I know it seems funny because it's like, well, that's actually what we're out here trying to make, right? Yeah. But it's harder to get for people to get an emotional connection to that dollar value being smacked up on the board as where, so like for us, in our little business, if you guys don't exactly know, we work in like the fitness nutrition industry. So specifically what we do is we have certified nutritionists and they write customized meal plans for our customers. Yes. And we're not charging for them. Like it's part of like our process, right? But how many of those we write in a day, how many people we get to come in for them is our number. Right, yeah. It's our number we put up on the board that we scream and we cheer about. So it doesn't directly relate to sales, but it indirectly, the more people that come in, find value in what we do, they buy yep. our products, right? And so it's something that's like, you know, the nutritionist can get excited about like, yeah, we got another diet written. And like the customer gets excited because they got a fucking nutrition plan. Yeah. And then our team that's out there talking, you know, to the community and getting people in, they're excited when they come in. Because it's not the dollar spent, it's the problem solved for the person. Yeah, and it gives you energy to go and do the shit that nobody else wants to go do. Like, nobody wants to go out there and put yourself out there in front of other people and go meet people that you've never met before. It's do not, the awkward it's not an easy like, job. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? My name is yeah, yeah. It's not easy, but when you have that type of motivation behind it and you know at the end of the day, hey, you might get some fails, but that one good win good connection you made is oh, going to yeah. be like the ultimate high for the day yep. it's worth it absolutely yeah yeah it's saying you just got one good yeah. connection in a day is what matters almost over everything and you'll feel it too cuz you like me and you we start fucking talking and you're you're just chatting you, each other's you ears feel off high. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah you're like fucking ready to go you're ready all right let's go do it again no you absolutely know? um so we've talked about you know the rally cry, what it is, the length of time. We've talked about that it probably shouldn't be about money. It should be about a process, something that you do, right, mm-hmm. that you that usually should help benefit somebody else because that's how you know it will grow. The last thing I want to talk about is, Jake, if you had to guess, how often would you need to bring up your rally cry to your team? So you've got a quarter that you're doing mm-hmm. it. I mean, is it is it every day that you have to say something? Is it every week? I would say multiple times a day. Boom! My man did it. Multiple times every day. Absolutely. Yes. So a lot of people do this where it's like, all right, we're going to come up with this rally cry. We got one mission that we're going after. Yeah. And they talk about it at the beginning of the quarter, and then they read a report about it at the end of the quarter. And yeah, everybody at the end of at the end report is like, oh shit, that oh. was. I forgot. I forgot that. about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah, talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you say it over and over and over again, at first it's like, all right, dude, shut up. But yeah, then it's like, it. hell yeah, because you start getting those wins that we were talking about. You exactly. know, everybody starts getting amped up, and you, and it stays consistent with you throughout the whole quarter. You love. You learn to love the win, yes. even if there's a thousand losses. You love the win. You love that the one. Win. And every time, I'm so glad that you said that. It. It really is. It's not every month at your monthly meeting. 
It's not once a week at the weekly staff meeting. It's not once a day when you walk by Greg at the water cooler. No, it's multiple times a day to every single person through every medium possible. Face-to-face, phone calls, text messages, emails, board up on the wall. Every single Just thing you do. it in their heads. This yeah. is what we do. Yep. And that is how you will, will create alignment. And it may sound in your head like you're being annoying, but I promise you, over-clarification never hurt anybody. anybody. Yep. Ever. The only time you hurt somebody was by under-communicating, and it happens a lot. A lot. Yeah. All right. That was our podcast for today. That was the rally cry. If you guys like this podcast, give it to a friend, give it to a family member, put us out there for somebody else, even just one other person. Little things like this today, one person might hear it and it could change the face of their business, their life, their relationship to know that, hey, this is the step I need to take to move things in the right direction. Jake, thank you for being here with me. Thank you. We'll see you next time.